After Paul Blart, More Cop 2 nearly tore them apart, Jack and Josh reunite with another old friend, Joe Dirt. Two? Beautiful loser? This is Truly Happily Madison. Hit the theme, Josh! Oh, hi. Oh, hello. Hello. How's it going, baby? Oh, it's all right, isn't it? I'm old yeah. now. Oh, yeah, you're old. Happy, yeah, pod fans, everyone, wish a collective happy birthday to our good, good friend. Don't, Jack don't, because it's like two weeks old now. When it's two listening. weeks old, yes, but still. It's but important. Like, I just want everyone to know that there's going to be a bit more of a distinguished quality in my voice. <laughs> oh, yes. And everyone, He's got the monocle on now. Everyone a wish cigar. Josh Pappenheim a happy Arbor Day. <laughs> oh, thank you. Is that trees? Hmm? I think oh. you would know. You're the grand priest of Arbor Day. That's true. Um... <laughs> Is the, the uh, grand, the is grand this, a, is this a reference? Is this a reference? I feel attacked. What the way? I don't know. It feels like it's like what you were saying last week about jokes that you don't understand. They make you afraid. Day, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm a little ahead of the game. Arbor Day isn't until the 29th of April, 2022. Uh, what? Oh yeah, it's April. What? Fuck. <laughs> okay. It is about trees. Yeah, you know. I know about it now. <laughs> You know. Good, good. Oh, oh God, Josh. It's a, you know, it's a lovely day outside. It is. It's beautiful. And and we're sitting inside because each week your hosts Jack Gregson (laughs) and Josh Pappenheim discuss the entire filmography of Happy Madison Productions from 1999 to current day. Hey. And you know we're. We've been doing this podcast now for the better part of a year. Yeah. And, you know, we have. Time, time in memoriam mm. <laughs> reminds me mm. that, that not not too long ago, young Jack and Josh, as we mm. were back then, we were yes. both young. Uh, <laughs> we- <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I was a sprightly 31 year old. And I was a sprightly 30-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Had a whole lives ahead of us. Could have done anything. Could have been anyone. It's incredible. Back in, you know, back in episode 3, released on the 21st of October 2020, recorded on the 12th of October 2020, (laughs) edited by Josh. Some sort of official spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) No guest. No guest, yeah. (laughs) We talked about a movie called Hjordert. Jonathan Dirte. Oh, God. Imagine Oh, no, if it's that... Joseph. It's, it's Joseph. Joseph. Fuck. Joseph Dirte. It's not even Joseph Dirte, because his name is, as we learn in the first film, Joe Dirt, as his parents called him Dirt and not Nunamaker, which was yeah. their name. Um, I'm glad yeah, you remembered that. I didn't remember. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember any of it. 
Well, you know, we're we're here today to talk Joe Dirt Two, Beautiful Loser. Uh, you know, a whole you know, what so October? It's been about like nine months. Nine oh, months perfect. removed from, from a genuine baby, <laughs> an entire gestation, gest, gestation, gest, yeah. gestation, gestation period. Yeah, for this little fuck to come out <laughs> screaming on a wave of blood, pus, and bile. Hey, Josh. Hello. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's appropriate because, of course, we'll be talking about uh, a great baby delivery scene later. Yeah. Um, but Now, <laughs> <laughs> nine months ago, we talked about a little bit about Joe Dirt, and I think, you know, before we get into the film we're talking about today, let's mm. talk about how Joe Dirt has stuck in our minds for the past night. I was going to listen to our episode on Joe Dirt. Were you? And then I didn't. Good. That's a good Uh, plan. I uh, thought about it. I couldn't face it. I thought about watching the first movie again. Couldn't face it. I decided just to live my life in a happy way. (laughs) Annoyingly, uh, an episode of uh, rival podcast Blank Check drops (gasps) uh, this Sunday on Joe Dirt. Oh, shit. Well, that's so, perfect synergy. They're synergy. not rivals. We support <laughs> no, each other. We, in that we, we support do. them, and then they've never listened heard of us. To, if you've listened to Blank Check's episode on Joe Dirt, just wait till you hear us talk about <laughs> Joe Dirt too. Yeah, exactly. So we'll definitely be as informative and witty. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Big time. Uh, Joe Dirt 1, what do you remember about it? Um, I remember you hated it. Uh, yeah, I remember that I hated it. I remember that it has some sort of bullshit, like, framing of, like, him being in a radio station and him telling his story to people who are just, like, ripping the piss out of him the entire time. As he it's does... Morning the... Zoo Radio, bro. Huh? That's Morning Zoo Radio. Morning Zoo Radio. Big in the game. He's in a place called Silvertown... Uh, Kid Rock is there. Who wants Would to you bang... have remembered the name Silvertown if you Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Exactly the same as I wouldn't have remembered that his meat cute with Brandy was like him lifting her dog's balls off a frozen deck. Right? Yeah. No, that that's uh, that's revisited in this movie. That great um, That great, yeah. Um, I remember. We'll definitely talk Walken about some some callbacks from. I mean, do you actually remember Christopher Walken being in it? Because no. I can't remember <laughs> anything. There is a moment in this movie where he's like, "I've got to tell you what happens to your wife." Because. Uh, Spoiler alert, kids! This movie is about time travel. <laughs> um, kind of. Uh... <laughs> um, uh, uh, he tells Christopher Walken that he's going to tell him what happened to his wife in the future, and I was like, I don't remember what happened to his wife. I don't really remember. I don't. I, I don't remember anything Chris Walken did in the first movie, except I'm ninety percent no. sure he got my MVP for um for the first movie. I feel like he was good. I don't remember what... All I remember is that at one point he gets, like, whacked by, like, part of the cast of The Sopranos. Oh. I think Bobby Bacalar is in there. Maybe. Does, isn't he alive at the end? Oh, no, yeah, he's alive at the end. It's like a failed whacking. 
Well. Failed whacking. <laughs> That's why we get the PG-13 rating on the podcast for filth like that. Um, but so, yeah. yeah, no, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say I don't remember anything else. I remember he meets Brandy again on a bridge, and that's like the big end part. Uh, I don't remember that. What I remember... Yeah, what you remember? My memories of Joe Dirt 1 is, yeah, I remember the framing device. Mm. I remember that he, like, goes, works on an oil rig for a while. What? Yeah, doesn't he go work on an oil rig for a bit? Uh, He might do. And he hangs out with um, the guy who comes back in this movie, Kicking Wing. Yeah, I remember that. They're blowing stuff up, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. They get some sort of fireworks thing. That's good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the joke about his mullet being like glued onto him. I remember that was a thing because it's Cause not actually his skull. His, it's not actually his hair. It's just been like glued onto his head. Yes. <laughs> um, it's a good film. But I think what I'm saying is, like, because Joda 2, which is the film we're going to discuss today, yeah. um, features a lot of callbacks mm. to the first movie, as many of these uh, long-delayed sequels do. Yeah. Long-delayed comedy sequels. Yes, yes. Um, which, before we, you know, like, let's let's just say I'm not a fan of this movie. You're not? Um, no, not a big one. Um, <sighs> I would say that of all the long-awaited comedy sequels that I've seen, mm. and this might be unfair because I don't like the first one, but I would say this is, like, the worst one. I would agree, yes. It, like... It just... It, there even is just nothing. In terms of, like, shaping its plot. No, there's um, just nothing in it. It's just yeah. horrible. It's like, it's what? It's how many years did you say post? 15 years? 14? No, I think the first. Is the first one 2001? Maybe. Um, Could be yes, the first one's 2001. So it took 14, 14 years, years for this movie to be made. 14 years. Over which I remember a saying in the first one, or possibly, but we were talking about how like horribly homophobic it is and other yeah. phobias. And I that, that lasts to 2015. It lasts. It goes all the way through. I mean, I get that it's a time travel movie and things are different in the past, but also they are not. You know, <laughs> this was filmed in the present. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anyone's suspension of disbelief. But this film is not a real time travel film. It was filmed in 2015, and they just pretended that they went they, back. They in lied. Time. They lied. <laughs> they made lies and they put it on film. Although I don't think this is fucking shot on film. It doesn't look it. I mean, we'll get to the budget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, no, I fucking hate this movie. I don't um, want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, that sounds like a perfect segue into plot description. <laughs> do you oh, have an IMDb plot description? I do. Many of the original actors will be reprising their roles as the iconic acquaintances to the perpetual underdog of the film's namesake. According to Spade, this film will be aired directly to the website Crackle in the summer of 2015. He also stated his decision to don the mullet once again was due to fan pressure as the original encroaches on cult status. Written by Nick M. Huh. 
That sounds sounds like more like a um, like a trivia tidbit than a plot. It does, it does, but it's on the summaries page. If you want a little summary, when I think it's a little one because to be honest, like I need a reminder. I watched this movie last night. I need a little reminder of what happened. I think this is also the one that appears on Wikipedia, which has a note above it saying, "Please add to this." (laughs) Yeah. when happy family man Joe Dirt finds himself transported to the recent past, he begins an epic journey to get back to his loved ones in the present. Joe Dirt 2. Joe Dirt 2. Beautiful mm. loser. Um, so this film is directed by Fred Wolf. Woo! So not the director of the first movie, but mm. uh, he was in it, and I believe he's the co-writer of the first movie. Oh, I see. Well, he's a talent. Well, he did direct a movie we both enjoy. Um, the House Bunny. Ah, the House Bunny. <laughs> oh, but he also did Strange Wilderness. He did Strange Wilderness too. So, what is the truth? Like, so far, he's committed two crimes against one masterpiece. Like, he also wrote Tommy Boy, truth? but was uncredited. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. He also wrote um, Grown Ups too. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But he also wrote Grown Ups 1. See? More crimes! It's his Grown Ups 2 credit, like one of those ones that's like characters created by. It says based on characters created by slash written by. Okay. okay. So, I don't know what the truth is. He also, he um, he became sort of a we'll talk about the odd way this film was released. But he, his film after this was another crackle original movie called Mad Families mm. that stars Charlie Sheen and Leah Remini. Oh, God. And is unfortunately the final film role of Naya Rivera. No! Yeah. Jesus Christ. The plot is three families compete for a camping spot during a busy 4th of July holiday weekend. <sighs> I think, you know, it's probably very funny. It probably is. It's, it's got, got a decent Tiffany cast. Haddish. Yeah. From Bad um, Trip. And Lil Ray Ra- Lil Raul Howery. From Bad Trip. From Bad Trip. <laughs> and David Spade from, from Joe Dirt 2. From Joe Dirt 2. Um, <sighs> maybe we'll do a bonus episode on Mad Families. We won't. <laughs> Maybe we do Truly Happily Crackle and we cover every film released by Crackle. I was thinking we could do Truly Happily Quibby. But I don't know how you get hold of any of their content. Oh my anymore. god, I, yeah. That, that is my big question with like, the demise of Quibby. Does that, like, all that content just disappear just into the gone, ether? Yeah. Or maybe it it'll get gonna... moved to Crackle. Maybe. Um, Does Crackle exist? We'll talk about Crackle. Okay. I'll get to Crackle. I have things to say on Crackle. Good. Um, this is this stars David Spade returning. Yay. David Spade. Uh, Brittany Daniel returning. Mad Yay. that like so many of these movies kill off the female lead. This one gets her back. She's built different. Uh, newcomer Patrick Warburton. <laughs> Yay. Newcomer Mark McGrath, because I'm guessing they couldn't get Kid Rock back. Absolutely. So they just went for a different musician? Sugar Ray, bro. Sugar Ray. Uh, And Christopher Walken returns. Fuck, man. This was 
This was released on the 16th of June, 2015. Good summer movie. Uh, made for a budget of $3.7 million. It shows. <laughs> um, what do you think that breakdown is? Uh, like a million for Walken? <laughs> no, I, I think Walken's quote is probably quite low. He's doing it for he's doing it for he's like doing it what for you call the it? Fans. union. <laughs> he's doing union, it for the it? fans, bro. Yeah, he loves it. He loves he loves this world. He loves the Joe Dirt world. He this loves is, David Spade. I bet we probably mentioned this on the first one, but uh, in early 2010, Spade worked on a pilot with TBS for an animated series of the film, but it Why? never materialized. <laughs> Oh, if I did know that, I'd forgotten it, and now I'm even more angry. Although, yeah, thank fuck it wasn't made. But you know what? Like that reminds me, like when they made the animated series of Napoleon Dynamite. <sighs> Do you remember that? Yeah. We probably talked about that on the bench. I think we episode. did. Yeah, I think we did. It just reminds me of zebras in America. <laughs> That's all I can uh... think of. Truly happily, Freddy got fingered. I would um, fucking love that if we did. Tru- oh my god, truly happily, truly happily green. green. Yes. But did I, have I ever told you that I went to see Tom Green live? I think we did talk about it on a different episode. But what happened? <laughs> like he was doing like a lot of jokes. He was tr- he'd done like a stand-up set. Yeah. And it wasn't great, but yeah. he was trying. But lots of the audience were just yelling out like, "Sing the bum bum song." Mm. And sing the the tiny salmon song from Road Trip, and so he started doing it, and that's when he got the audience on his side, and that's when you could see he was happy. Oh no! Um, and I was like, oh, it's very sad. You can't grow up, Tom Green. You can't. You have grow to be up. the bum bum boy. The bum bum boy for the rest <laughs> of your life, which is fine. Like I love the bum bum song. <laughs> Obviously, it's a work of staggering genius. I have two DVDs of the Tom Green show. Wow. What, the same DVD twice? No, or... the oh, two okay. actual DVDs that they released. Mm. That's good. <laughs> my bum is on the can. My bum is on the can. <laughs> Look at me. My bum is on the can. Oh, yeah, it's good, sh- it's good shit, man. It's good, <laughs> it's good was... stuff. Do you think there would ever be like a Tom Green revival? No. Like, no? <laughs> it's like, oh, is there ever going to be an Andy Dick revival? Like, absolutely not. Why not? Well, A. You, for... Like, A, I, I, if there was a Polly Shaw revival, you'd be all over it. I don't know if I... I've, I've only seen one of his films. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm down you'd with You'd be them. all over it. <laughs> like, come on, Polly. You own five copies of Biodome. <laughs> I've been slowly giving them away. I think I only own two. <laughs> And you've never watched it. I've never watched it. <laughs> maybe that's uh, maybe you should watch that instead of the football tonight. Maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to it having come home by this point. Or not. Which one? Just, it could be funnier. Like, Two thousand like Tom Green has got Road Trip, Charlie's Angels. Two thousand one he's got Freddy Got Fingered. He's done an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Man had the world at his feet. He could have done anything. He was in Bob the Butler. I don't know what that is. Nor do I, but he was in it. That's good. (laughs) He played Bob Tree. You can just picture him going, Hi, I'm I'm Bob. 
Bob Tree. <laughs> the, the butler. Oh, but, oh, I'm, a, I'm a butler. I'm a butler boy. I'm a butler boy. Actually, I would fucking love to see that. If it's just him doing Tom Green but as a butler in like a stately... If he's... Yeah. If it's like reverse Fresh Princing or something. If know, he's like the Jeffrey fun. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... Oh, yeah. I've got to... I've got to... I've got to... Canapes. Get, get the canopies. <laughs> and then he wipes his bum on the canopies, and he's like, "My bum is on the canopies." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have to talk about the film that we're here to talk about. So yes, yeah, so it was made on a budget of three point seven million dollars. It made no money at the box office because, Obviously. as we've alluded to, it was released straight to crackle. Yeah. But <laughs> bum. Yeah. Um, good. Uh, Sony claims. That um, based on the average ticket price, viewership numbers are equal to a theatrical box office take of $16 million. <laughs> so it's a huge success. Uh, it's uh, got a Rotten Tomato score of 10%. That is too high. <laughs> that is, it's been a while since we've had one that I've been like, no man, like fuck off. Who is giving this any more than like two? Shall I read you some of the positive reviews? Yes, there can't be any. So it's got ten reviews, yes, which means that only one review is fresh. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. Uh, this is from Adam Delio at IGN Movies. Mm. Gave it a six out of ten. Anyone who enjoyed the original will enjoy spending a little more time with Joe and his band of merry weirdos. I don't know if that's true. Um, I uh, I would Even say... Even if you enjoyed the original, I feel like this is a pale imitation of the original. I don't know. I feel like if you're invested in the Joda universe, you want to build out that world. And that's what this does. This goes, how would Joda act if he was in exactly the same place but in the 1960s? How would Joe Dirt act if he was in exactly the same place but he was in the 1970s? How would Joe Dirt act if he was washed up on an island, on a deserted island? How would Joe Dirt act if he was in a different Tom Hanks movie than <laughs> Forrest Gump? What Fine. if he was in Castaway? What if he was in Castaway? What if at one point he was in The Sopranos and then for some reason in The Wire? And what if... What if none of that matched up with the timings of the uh, period that he's in? Um, so I, I thought instead of telling you other comedy movies of uh, 2015, I'd give you oh, other yes. movies that debuted straight on streaming. Oh shit, in 2015? Yeah. Mm. I could only find three. Right. This is the very early day of streaming. Uh, Netflix debuted Beasts of No Nation. Oh yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. Uh, Carrie Fukunaga. Yeah. Um, be nice if Carrie Fukunaga's new film would be released soon. What is? Uh, is that? It's James Bond. James Bond. Yes. James Bond. Um, the James Throwaways. Bond. Uh, yes. You remember the Throwaways? No. Uh, it's another Crackle original. Ah. Oh. It starred Sam Huntington and Katie McGrath. It's an Sam action film. Huntington. Sam Huntington. You know, Sam from Huntington. Superman Returns as Jimmy Olsen. Sam Huntington. <laughs> oh, that guy. Go- 
No, why did you say that and not from the girl next door? Is he in the girl next He's door? He's not in the girl next door. <laughs> the girl next door is uh, Speed Racer and yes, Paul Dano. Yes, it's Paul Dano. And the other guy. No, what you should have said was either not another teen movie, that's what I got it confused with, or Detroit Rock City. Uh, Detroit Rock City is a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching it a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> um... Also, the other Crackle original movie from this year is uh, the adaptation of the video game Dead Rising Watchtower. Fuck. What was their business plan? <laughs> so, um, we should talk a little bit about Crackle before we, um, we even step up to the film here. Uh, Crackle was a free streaming service. Hmm. For a while, it had like like just it was free, and you would watch stuff, and it had commercials in it. Right. It was okay. A, a lot of like old sitcoms and stuff. Right. And like a few like movies that you kind of heard about, maybe. Uh, we've talked about a similar streaming service before. Oh, what's it called? Pluto. Pluto TV. Yeah. Pluto, Pluto TV is sort of like the crackle of today. <laughs> <laughs> the sizzle. The pop. Um. Crackle, I believe, closed in... Um, oh, maybe it's not closed. Maybe it still exists. Crackle was bought up by Sony in 2006. Um, wow. It was originally known... Before 2006, it was uh, known as Grouper. <laughs> nice. uh, so actually, a lot of the content on there was like old Sony sitcoms. Nice. Um, like if perhaps if you've listened to the recent Fundamentals episode on news radio mm. featuring me, you mm. might hear you might uh, well you could have watched news radio on Crackle. I remember wow. I had a, a VPN at the time. I would use Crackle to watch Seinfeld online. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, they just had a, they 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 then started like doing originals. They they did um. They did the uh, TV show based on the movie Snatch. Oh, I've heard about that. Which That's ended up airing on AMC in the UK. Yes, the channel yes, that yes, I yes, might yes. have been associated with at one point. At some point. <laughs> um, yeah, they the original shows. I don't think they ever had anything that broke out. They had a show called The Oath, starring mm. Sean Bean. Mm. Um, yeah, they had they. They were never a competitor, really, in the world of streaming. No. Which, you know but they what? gave it's, it a go. It's almost odd that you'd think that it would have been more, like... The idea of free streaming service... I guess there's Hulu. But you've uh, got to have stuff on it. Snatch! The show! You've got to have stuff people want to watch, Jack! Mad Families! <laughs> Joe Dirt 2! Like, they is... did like they did do quite a few films. Yeah, <laughs> none of them you'd ever want to watch. But like, you no, know. absolutely not. That's the thing. Like, you can you can eat shit for free off the street, but do you want to? Ah, so here's the thing that started on there that probably was the biggest thing mm. was that um uh, comedians in cars getting coffee started on crackle. Oh, did it? Wow. But where's is it that, now? Is that is that like um, that sounded so sarcastic? 
No, it oh, wasn't. Did it? Wow. Oh, did oh it. my wow. god. No, I guess uh. it's because I don't give a shit. But also, like, where is it now? You know where Netflix. it is. Netflix. Netflix. They did nine seasons on Crackle. Fuck off. <laughs> nine seasons. People watching adverts of Seinfeld. I like comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah, Good episode with Norm Macdonald. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Good episode with Norm Macdonald. Listeners, I recently sent Josh a, um, uh, a video of Norm Macdonald on Conan with Adam Sandler, Nick Swanson, David Spade, and Rob Schneider. Um... The and? best thing in this video is that Rob Schneider is the worst person in the He's world. Absolutely terrible. You forgot there's another guy who's there. Adam Sandler, Nick Swanson, David Spade, Rob Schneider. Andy Richter. Is off yeah, in well, the... yeah, but Richter's on every episode of Conan. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was involved. No, Andy Richter's like Conan's like sidekick. Well, I look the fool now. <laughs> you do. I thought he was involved. Sorry. Fuck. Uh, no, um, for what, first thing is just uh, Rob Schneider trying to get a word in, always having the worst jokes possible. They're not even jokes, they're just like sad excuses for sentences. I didn't realise there was did. a part two to the video that um, I sent you as well, where he does even more. No! <laughs> it's just like, oh. it just it is so bad, and it's always just him just like kind of raising his hand to talk. So pathetic. Uh, what a he's little so grub. bad. But I have I keep watching that video over and over again just for a moment where Norm McDonald says, um, I wake up so early, I I wake up the rooster. And it just <laughs> it honestly kills me every time I watch it. <laughs> the man I don't know, like no one else could say that and make me laugh, and yet somehow Norm just McDonald's the awkward delivery really, really kills me. Um, but we're not talking about Norm McDonald. He's not. No, we're not. Movie. We're talking about Joe Fucking Dirt. Joe Dirt too. Two loser. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Uh. So yes, this is this was kind of like a big deal for Crackle. This is probably like their biggest original film because <laughs> it's the only one that was tied to another property. Mm. Well, apart uh, from you said there was the zombie one, right? Yeah, but like well, it's like when like Resident Evil animated movies come out, and like, are you are you that stoked? No, but I'm not a big Resident Evil fan. Are you a big Dead Rising fan? No, but if oh. I was, I feel like this was a bigger. Yeah, thing. no, it's true. It's bigger. Um, it's got an actual star in it. Yeah, Brittany Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> My god. Uh, yeah, like, it's very strange. But, so, so, just on the lead-up, so, following the original, Spade apparently got offers from both the president of the UFC, Dana White, as referenced what? in Here Comes the Boom, and Kid Rock. What? Oh, uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, to, to help finance a sequel. Um, but Sony picked it up noticing that it was always a trending topic online whenever the film was on TV right? and they thought it would help them build their Crackle platform did it work? Um, I mean sure Crackle lasted for another three years <laughs> how did this buy them three years? do you think this bought them three years or what did they follow this up with? mad families bro yeah but alright <laughs> yeah I suppose um, that's true Spade uh, revealed in a Reddit answer that uh, we've written a sequel 
we may end up doing it on crackle.com because they want to be the first web address to do it to do a sequel to a movie because sony owns them and we're a sony movie we're trying to find a way to make the make it for the budget but we really want to do it and keep it good would you say he would you say he lived up to that promise um i think well it depends what you mean because i think objectively they did it for the budget well they did do it for the budget um objectively no because they didn't keep it good well that's the thing because subjectively by him saying keep it good that means that in his mind he assumes the first one is good and this one is on a level so i would say he's kept it good would you say this film is better than the first one no in a a grown-ups 2 twist um, no, Would you I say wouldn't. it's worse than the first one? No. I think this film is worse than the first one. Do you? Yes. Okay. Because at least the first, the first one is very bad. The first one is very not fun to watch. <laughs> um, however, it does feel it feels more as if it is a movie. A very slapdash one. This one, I don't know what you'd call this. this it's is... a it's a placid no. It's a passive multimedia event in which things occur. It really like it's just again. I watched it yesterday and I can't tell you much about it. Uh, no. So the film starts off with two guys. Sitting Three outside. Guys. No, it starts off with two guys. Oh, right, yeah. Two guys sitting outside a sort of junkyard. Yeah. They, um, One of them is a very, very bad... What's his name? Don... Oh, he was in the Bucky Larson. Don Johnson. Uh, Don One Johnson? of them is a very bad Don Johnson impersonator. I thought he was a very bad uh, Jonathan Loughran impersonator. Ooh, also good. <laughs> like, I kept thinking, like, is that... That's not Jonathan Loughran, but it feels like a role that Jonathan Loughran would play. Wait, which one? The guy with no teeth? The guy the... who's not black. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, the guy with no teeth. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, yes, no, Don Johnson is the other one. The other one? That's not one of the two people who starts out no, in the I film. No, I <laughs> forgot which one it was, but yes. The other one, the other one is the guy from the first movie. <laughs> What the what the presenter? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Time has not been kind. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, but like yeah, it starts off with just people sitting outside a junkyard, and the, the the first line of the movie is "Grand Canyon ain't nothing," and I was like, that's that line shows up under the Happy Madison TV logo, <laughs> which oh, this yeah, has. I just want to say very quickly, instantly I was considering turning the film off when I saw that it just had the Happy Madison TV. I was like, this isn't a film. We haven't agreed to do non-films unless we're doing a special episode. This isn't a film, I'm going to stop. And then no, I thought I couldn't do, do Yeah, I thought I couldn't <laughs> do that to you. Also, we have to do Jonah too. Yeah, obviously we do. Um, like, at what cost? But what the the line Grand Canyon ain't nothing comes underneath that logo, and I thought that was like um like the tag they had for the for the Happy Madison TV logo, like when uh, oh, Adam Sandler's dad says, "Terrific, terrific." 
for two, <laughs> for two minutes. Grand Canyon ain't nothing. What does yeah. that mean? That's what I wrote down. Grand Canyon ain't nothing. What's that mean? <laughs> Apparently, they're talking about Joe Duh. These two, it just opens on these two people talking about Joe Duh. No, it's getting your, it's getting your curiosity, Jack. What, what about Grand Canyon? It what about then... the Grand Canyon? It's in reveals that, that the third person is sitting there. It's Dennis Miller from the first movie reprising his role as Xander Kelly. Yeah. The who was part of the great wraparound story of the first movie. Um and he's just like, I met Joe Dirt. Why don't we let him tell his story himself? Insane. <laughs> Insane that this film has not one, but two. Like flashback wraparounds. It has those. Then, guys. Like this one this one doesn't exist. Like, like this is the most useless thing I've ever seen. Yeah, like what is it for? Why why do they bother with this? Apart from they bring it back No, they I know why they do. They it. bring it back one at one point. It's not even like the movie ends with like Xander Kelly being like, That's our story. Like no. it comes back. In Joe Dirt's weird, like, acid trip. Yeah. That's terrible. But I guess if you didn't have this five-minute scene, then you wouldn't have three and you a half minutes five... of them taking the piss out of a guy having no teeth. Did you like the line of uh, John C. Minus Riley? Fuck off! Yeah, that's <laughs> when I knew I was in for a really bad time. Just, like, an abysmal time. Because, like... Who is laughing at that? Who... Well, so Dennis Miller is a comedian, and I feel like this is kind of him doing his stand-up work. Right, I see. I see. Um, Could be. Similar to, what was the other film we had a comedian doing their work in recently? Uh, oh, no, it wasn't. It was just Adam Sandler talking about tampons. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, like, yeah, This is like an old show. man doing stand-up. Um, yeah, John C. Minus Riley. Uh, this guy is definitely like Jonathan Loughran <laughs> like he... a stand-in yeah yeah I suppose so I guess he wouldn't come along because Sandler's not really involved in this boy so Loughran's not Sandler is not a credited producer on this movie Whoa. <laughs> he is a credited producer on the first oh man Spade really got in his bad books with this boy didn't he <laughs> Do you think Sandler's ever watched this movie? No! I'm surprised that we have. <laughs> I'm surprised anyone has. I don't think anyone has. I think that, that fucking line about them making 17 million bullshit. It's five um, people. So, yeah, so after the opening of these three men discussing Joe Dirt for no apparent reason... Yeah. Um, well, he's a folk a, hero, Jack. I guess. But, like... Uh, uh, to what end? <laughs> Banter. Um, and then it cuts to Joda sitting on a bench uh, because this movie realised the first is kind of like Forrest Gump, so why not really play into that really this time? Really fucking slam our heads into it. <laughs> and he's sitting on a bench and talking to people about his shoes. Um... A plot line I do not understand. There is a plot line that runs through this movie in which Joda has essentially the ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz. 
Yeah, but they don't do anything. No, they don't do anything. <laughs> they don't do anything. They're just a symbol of... I don't even know what. Like, it doesn't really go, to, go anywhere. No. It doesn't really get paid off. No. Um... <laughs> So yeah, Joda is talking to uh, a, a woman who tells him to piss off, and then another woman comes and yeah. will talk to him. Will talk to him. It's good. And Joda catches it up on on where he is in life. He uh, he's had three daughters, and they've uh, grown to age ten. <laughs> well, you know, this film is fourteen years on. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. That does. Um, what did you think of the scene with, with the doctor giving, uh, who is delivering the babies? Mm. We are introduced. There's a lot of shots in this scene from the POV of uh, Brandy, Brandy Dirt's um, vagina, crowning <laughs> vagina. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can tell that there are triplets just from looking at the crowning, can you? <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. That's a question for a real medical professional, but my gut instinct says no. There's <laughs> just somebody like, think, they think they're having think one baby, can... and then suddenly someone looks at it and is like, look, that's two! And then another person looks and goes, it's three! So why would this not have come up at any previous time? You have w- you have those things. What are they called? Sonographs? They're not called that. Sonar. Baby sonar. Where they rub the thingy on the belly. They have that. Yes. It's not an x-ray. What's it called? It's an ultrasound. Ultrasound? <laughs> <laughs> they have ultrasound. It would come up before. Um, oh. I will say... Uh, Dr. Sue. Uh, the doctor who is immediately smoking... Yes. Probably one of the better performances in this movie. Which one is that? Is it... She's the one who's like, tells Joe Dirt, asks Joe Dirt if he went to medical school. And right. like, uh, because he's saying stupid things. She's she's one of the few characters who's just like, fuck off Joe Dirt. Is she the one who Don't... comes back? Does she come back? Isn't, I thought that in we're going to skip ahead. In the like Back to the Future two scene where Brandy is married to Skid Row or whatever his name is, Skin Flap, Jimmy Yalk, Jimmy Yalk, um, <laughs> Brandy is upstairs like vaguely finger banging a woman. Is that her? I thought that I was thought her that was her friend from the seventies or the sixties. But that's not her. That'd be her mum's friend. Yeah, but she plays her mom. Yeah, I get that, but <laughs> no, I thought it was the Doctor, or maybe it's all the. It'd be good if the I knew had, any like, character. Short those. brown, a short black hair, and this girl had like long, curly blonde hair. No, she had dark hair. Oh, I don't know. Um, all right, no, it's anyway, not the same person. Just... Doctor Sue is a different person. Okay, I thought Doctor Sue's moment was relatively like all right. <laughs> She was like the one person who wasn't acting like a complete fucking asshole throughout this movie. Yeah. Um, or like acting like an asshole, but justifiably. She's then ruined by the other male doctor coming along and just looking at uh, Brandy's vagina and getting off on it. 
Well, also because the two doctors decide to kiss. The other doctor, well, no, the doctor and the nurse decide to kiss. The doctor and the nurse decide to kiss. Because this film likes to uh, titillate its audience with a promise of a lesbian kiss. A lesbian kiss. And then the male doctor goes like, is there a more perfect picture in sight? Two women kissing and a vagina. And then Joe Dart's head pops up. Um, yeah. Mm. I mean, this is, this is, this film is mostly just scenes that go on far too long. So long! long. This film is 20 minutes longer than the first. Mm. Like, right, yeah, okay, right. I will say, I did laugh more in this film than I did in Joe Dirt 1. I didn't laugh at all in this. Did you movie. not? No. I had a mighty. I actually, I, f- I found this film really fucking hard to sit through. Oh, same. Um, and uh, and I by the end of it, I can't tell you what happened in the last sort of like twenty minutes. I... Sorry, listeners. I'm. I don't know why, but as soon as we started talking about this film, I became wildly tired. <laughs> so I've just been. Jack's had to watch me just yawn all the way through. Why did you laugh at? Before. Um, okay, right. I think you will see soon that I have form for these things. So they both happened within the first ten minutes. Okay. First laugh. That first ten minutes felt like a fucking hour. Yeah, it felt like it went on forever, but like, it got me twice. One, Jimmy, the redneck guy, is sitting around talking with some pals, and it's shit. Okay. And that he's talking about. There's another guy, right? There's another guy. There's a guy who sort of like isn't into what Jimmy is saying. Yes, there's a guy who doesn't really get him. He was all right. He was all right. He's not who I laughed at because um, (laughs) because Jimmy Jimmy's like playing a guitar and then he's saying about how he wants to steal brandy away from Joe Dirt. Blah 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 blah. Reprising the Kid Rock role. And then at a certain point, it just cuts to a wide shot, and he goes like, "I hate this," and smashes the guitar over the guy's head, which I found quite funny. I because... don't remember this. Happening. No, exactly. Like, I don't know why. Like, it has no bearing. Nothing. It doesn't come back. He sma- It was quite a nice guitar. It's gone now. So yeah, was... but Sugar Ray can get all the guitars he wants. He can do whatever he wants. I spent so long thinking that Sugar Ray, the guy who plays Sugar Ray. Or Sugar Ray himself. <laughs> the guy who plays Sugar Ray. <laughs> plays Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray himself. I thought, because I was like, he looks familiar, but I can't put my finger on why. And I came to the, I came to the conclusion that he's Ethan Hawke's missing brother. <laughs> okay. Because they have the same face. It's just slightly more filled out. But then there's I found a, out that's not true. There's a line later on in the film. I can't remember what it is, but they reference Mark McGrath being rich. Uh, <laughs> so that's good horrible so that was one <laughs> and then the second laugh was during the 10 minute long everyone is farting on Joe Dirt scene oh wow I mean I love <laughs> fart jokes but I even wrote like I love fart jokes but uh, but this is long <laughs> no but I think that's what it is I think it's that so for context Joe Dirt is now a lumberjack which and, I think is like a sort of replay of him being uh, on the oil rig for the first film. That makes sense. Um, and then they're sitting around eating lunch, and then someone decides to go up and fart in his face. 
and then someone else goes up and farts in his face and then someone else goes up and farts in his face and then a sexy woman appears you can tell she's sexy because she's got cutoffs on and they're very short and then she comes over and she flirts with Joe Dirt and then she farts in his face and then it keeps going for about three minutes where it turns into a sort of bukkake of farts and yeah, I, I didn't enjoy this. No, I didn't fucking enjoy it, but it got like three minutes in and I just, it was a kind of, again, it comes back to the shit bottle joke where it didn't, although this is different because it wasn't like it was funny and then it stopped being funny and then it was funny again. This was like, it wasn't funny and it still wasn't funny, but I laughed because it was still fucking going on because they wanted it to be funny. Horrible. And that was the last time I had any reaction to this film. Other than pure negativity and wanting I... to be asleep or to die. In fact, one of my notes quite at the end is, fuck this film, I hope I don't die in the next few days, otherwise this will be the last film I ever saw. Where I really just got angry was the scene in which uh, Mark McGrath and Kevin Farley were like dipping tampons in vodka and sticking them up their bum. And this scene oh, that's in on. the bit I zoned out of, I think. <laughs> so. this, this scene goes on for so long, <laughs> and it's just so sort of like, you just don't want it to carry on anymore, and yet no. it keeps going. Kevin Farley's making like this weird joke that like, oh, no, I was eating them. He shoved them up his bum. You, what an idiot, this guy. And like, um, it's just... I don't understand, like, is this what people like, that these scenes go on for very long? That they continue it... and just and draw out? Or, or like, what is what is the humour there? Where, where does think, it come from? I think there are some issues that take time to fully wrap your head around them and to see all sides of a, of a situation and to explore all potential comedic avenues thereof you know to fully make sure that you've got an idea and you're making the absolute most out of the that potential which is why i'm really glad they spent five minutes focusing on joe dirt having flushed his elongated testicles down a down a plain toilet so is that supposed to be 2001 <laughs> what that, are you saying is this a 911 is this a 911 <laughs> flushing? That, but I like that. <laughs> but it, but like because like I couldn't tell when it had gone from 1977 to 2001. Um, uh, does right? What is the chronology? So he goes back in time. He so he... we haven't even got. We haven't like let's let's quickly. So he has three daughters. Yes. Um, he is worried that he can't provide for them, I yes. guess, is kind of like the impetus of the movie. Yeah. One evening when he's gone to, during a tornado mm. or a hurricane, mm. he's gone to retrieve a plastic tiara for one of his daughters. Mm. Um, because it's a gift from daddy. That's nice. <laughs> uh, and while doing so, gets sucked up into the tornado... And uh, the tornado lands him back in 1965. Yes. Is that, yeah, 50 years prior <laughs> to where he was. Landing on the head of a biker gang, kind yes, of like this... the Wicked Witch of the West. Or whatever. East. 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 Wicked East. Witch of the East. Nessa Rose, if, you, if you're a Wicked fan. Nope. <laughs> Um, 
yes, uh, and he gets given the boots from from the biker gang, led by Patrick Warburton. And a good wig. <laughs> Great wig. There's then like an 18 minute long scene in which he gives uh, all the all the biker gang nicknames. <laughs> One of which is uh, Knucking Futs. Yeah. Which of course is his catch line from Dickie Roberts, former child star. It's good. Um, and he uh, he is then kicked out of the biker gang because of um, he asks them to do charity to do work. charity work and they say we want the shoes back and he won't give them back won't give back the shoes why? what does it symbolise? nothing why, did, why do they want the shoes? we don't know we don't know or what does he do with the shoes? We don't he wears know. them he wears them do they have powers? No. Do they give him any sort of respect? No. Although I will say that in this, people are a lot nicer to him on the whole in this yeah. film than they were in the other film. Because I feel like everyone was horrible to him all the way through, apart people from when he aren't met. Very, people aren't very nice to him in this. They're nice to him. The biker gang is nice to him for unknown reasons at the beginning. Mm. Um, the police aren't he, um, nice to him. No. He he. After this, after he escapes the biker gang, he then meets. In another Forrest Gump reference, he meets essentially Bubba. Um, oh yeah, fuck that! Like he awful. meets a guy who's like, "You seem nice. We should go start a shrimp boat, a shrimp restaurant. We can make this kind of shrimp, that kind of shrimp. Actually, fuck shrimp." Yeah, good stuff. And then he meets Buffalo Bob back again. Fan favorite. So, character. did you did you remember the Buffalo Bob no, character from no, the No, I film? didn't. I just went. Oh, they're doing Science of the Lambs now. Oh, he's yeah, doing I thought they were just going to like walk through like a like a series of um of sort of like movie parodies. Mm. Like they've done Wizard of Oz. They've done Forrest Gump. They did Science of the Lambs. But apparently, there was a Buffalo Bob character in the first movie. This is wild. <laughs> we watched this movie nine months ago. I could tell you a lot of stuff that happened in, like, The Animal or Deuce Bigelow. Like, I can remember those movies. I can remember Lil Nicky. Yeah. I can, uh, I can not remember this movie. That's good, though. That's a good sign. That means that your brain is healing. If it can't remember Joe Dirt, that means it's realised that loads of other things are way more important and are better for your mental health in a long-term fashion. So thank it, you, Brains, because I too don't remember it at all. It also, um, It is also not the same actor playing Buffalo Bob. I didn't think it was. Because they do a flashback and it looks like a completely different <laughs> fucking person. Plus that person would be like 60 now. And that is played by a young man. <laughs> they just do it. And it's just sort of like, there you go. Here he is. Oh, you forgot about character. this. Here he is, Buffalo Bob. Ha <laughs> ha. I like that that's the one time they're like, oh yeah, we might need to show a flashback <laughs> yes! to the first movie to make people remember this. Yeah. If they hadn't shown that flashback, I would have just been like, why was there a Buffalo Bill character? <laughs> why was there a guy? Who just goes around going like, "Oh, they're a great big fat person," over and oh over my God. again. Like, and that's it. Like the joke of it is so poor. It's just he's, he's like, doing "Do you a have voice. a wife? Is she a big fat person?" Like a great big fat person, Jack. Oh, sorry. Like, Science of the Lambs jokes were kind of dated when the first one came out. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> that's ten years after the after Science of Lambs, right? About that, yeah. Nineteen ninety one. I think so, yeah. So that's ten years. <laughs> this is twenty four years. years. <sighs> <sighs> there hasn't even been like I I kind of get Joe Dirt one. Because what? No, I mean, like, but but Hannibal's been out around that time, right? Yeah. So yeah. again, people B- are talking Bill about isn't in. It. No, he's Hannibal, not. He's but... not in it. But maybe people are talking like Hannibal. Hannibal Lecter, yeah. the character, is I back understand. in people's minds. So maybe. Yeah, and like I get it. Like it is like. It's very fun to say it puts the lotion on, on the its skin, skin or else it gets, it the, gets the, hose the hose again. again. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. Put the lotion with the basket. Uh, yeah, like what? Like that's fine. Mm. To do a set piece of it in your film, that's another step. To do a callback to, <laughs> to the a set, set piece. piece from your film, the fact that they had to do the flashback really shows. <laughs> like this is a bad idea. I have a theory on this film. I think the script is only 30 pages long. Yeah, I, I would believe that. And I think, yeah, I think it was originally a TV thing. And they were like, fuck, we need to make this feature length. What do we do? I don't know. Let's just fucking point the camera while people do shit that goes on for ages. And then we can just, we'll get it in post. It will make it tight, but also long. And that's I'm what they've done. I'm trying to see if I can get a PDF of, <laughs> of the Joe Dot 2 screenplay. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, yeah, uh, didn't you enjoy it when Mark McGrath got jacked off by his parents? No. Also, that girl wasn't his mum. Absolutely not. She's, <laughs> like, <laughs> younger than him. <laughs> that girl was his sister. The dad is, anything. like, 60, and the mum is, like, 17, I would say. So, yes, we, we see a young version of Mark McGrath taking Brandy, a young... No, Brandy's mum. Brandy's mum looks just uh, like Brandy, too. At a drive-in movie in 1965. This is the moment where Joe believes that it's 1965, I guess? Yeah, because he's like, he oh, doesn't it's, believe it's it. her mum. Yeah, so he meets Brandy's mum, and she's like, Hi. And then he's like, I want to, in a in a Twilight Total Eclipse of the Hearts moment, it's not called that, um, he's like, I'm going to marry your daughter, who isn't even married, who isn't even born. So that's exciting. Yeah. Was it, like, I was trying to figure out if it implied that Mark McGrath was, was Brandy's dad. No, because I think Brandy's mum saw him get jacked off by his parents and was like, no, I'm not going to go out with him anymore. We should explain, like, he's getting jacked off, because I, I, I very much doubt that anyone in the world will watch this. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I believe that, like, yeah, he's doing the popcorn trick. And We're led to believe he's invented up. the popcorn trick. Oh, okay. He's he's developed a system whereby he puts the hole in the bottom of the popcorn and puts his peen peen through it in order to get a scratchy hand job. And um yeah, his mum comes along and is like, Oh, what you got there, son? His, popcorn sixteen year old mum. And his sixty year old dad also comes along. And they start grabbing his popcorn. To which he first says stop and then enjoys it. Because comedy. Um, 
There's a moment in this film I'm surprised you didn't joke, you didn't laugh at. Yeah. Because I wrote, I bet Josh <laughs> this joke. Is it him getting fucked by dogs? No, oh, it's um. I didn't like that either. But it's know. the moment where he does the fuck life meme. Oh, what? When is that? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I think it's when he meets young Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Another scene that goes on for 40 minutes so of long. him trying to convince them to call themselves Leonard Skinner and they just list other boy band names that they could call themselves. New Kids on the Block. One Direction. One Direction. That's good. Yeah. Also, like, um, he gives them the name Leonard Skinner's. And they're like, we hate that guy. They don't ask him, like, how do you know the name of our high school gym teacher? Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> it's not very good. Um, also, I love it. I love it that, like, in this universe, Leonard Skinner is like, is like if, oh, I'm trying to think of any, like, it's like those bits in Forrest Gump where it's like, they meet JFK. And it's yeah. like, oh, incredible. You met JFK. If only you had a time machine, you could have told him not to go to Dallas or whatever. And this is like, he meets Leonard Skinner and is torn because he wants to tell them don't get on a plane, but he can't because then they wouldn't die and become the legends they are or something. Horrible. Like, in what yeah. world is Leonard Skinner? Racist Leonard Skinner. Like, the best... I mean, I get it. For the character, people, it works. Yeah, for the for a certain amount of people, it's a big, it's a big sort of band. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a moment where he says something, and they do the fug life meme where the pixelated sunglasses come on him. Oh god! And it says fug life, and I was like, Josh probably loves this because he loves memes. No, but it's a it's a it's a cold and it's a sad old. Dead meme. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why are you auto tuning yourself? This <laughs> I don't know. I might rewatch the Fug Life bit and send it to you. <laughs> that probably. Do you know what? That's probably in the bit that I zoned out for. It must be in that that bit and also the vodka bums. <laughs> I can't believe I missed such incredible moments. So he. So during this part, it's not entirely clear whether Joda has gone back in time or he's going through like a sort of he's gone walkabout mm. or something like that like because at this point he is visited by the the sort of spirit of kicking wing yes <laughs> who has now changed his name to kicking ass which i'm just like oh okay that ruins the bad joke already yeah okay. it's worse now um this is Adam Beach returning as Kikiwe. You know, it wouldn't have been the same without the Beach Adam stuff. Beach, star of Suicide Squad. Is um, he? Did I have this reaction yeah. last time? I don't remember. He played Slipknot, Master of Ropes. His power is he can climb anything. What? His power is that he can climb anything. Is he the one who gets killed right away? Yeah. Oh, okay, right, yes, yes. So yeah, Kicking Wing shows up and he's like, Hey, I'm now I'm now a drug dealer? Was that it? Um, yes. And he's surrounded by women. He's like, but take 
no, like I'm not what I'm not doing what I am. I'm not being who I am, Joe Dirt. That happens. <laughs> and he's essentially this movie is like a long way of saying like Joe Dirt, you should be happy with what you have. You should be a trash man. Stop trying to have a job. <laughs> I mean, fair yeah. enough. That's what all of us want, but like, not like this. No. So yeah, he. It's never. He seems to be an immortal. Yeah, he never ages. He never ages. He gets. He winds up in a bar at one point where, like, I think men threaten to have sex with him, yes. which he doesn't like. He doesn't like and that. And then, no. and then women threaten it, and he likes that. But then he finds out that they have penises, and he doesn't like that. No. Because I always thought the first Joe Dirt needed more transphobic humor. Yeah, same, same. It really like fuck this film, man. Fuck this. Fuck everyone involved. It's Horrible. not a good movie. It's not good. It's not good in um, any way. He, he then gets his. <clears throat> pardon me. He then gets his organs harvested. Yep. Um. <laughs> then he winds up in a. I remember this bit quite vividly. He winds up in a desert island. And he lives there for twelve years. And he oh, tried... he, that, he before that you have uh, Baron Davis, professional basketball player, as the doctor who treats him after he gets his organs harvested. No, no, he wakes up on the beach with the harvested organs. It's not until oh. later that he gets punched in the balls so hard that they go up into his oh, throat. Yeah. Then he gets treated by the doctor. That's right. That's right. Apologies. Yeah, man. Apologies. So he's on the no. desert beach. He's there. He put. He's he's there for twelve twelve years. years. He sends out a message in a bottle, being like, "Help me! I'm on beach. I never know if I'm gonna live." And then he gets the bottle back after twelve years, after some Tom Hanks castaway shit. And he's and the bottle he gets back says, "Lol, we can see the same thing you can from our Marriott." And he's like, "What?" And he climbs a hill that he hadn't climbed, and um, he's in Miami. <laughs> He also, in this montage of him for 12 years, he, he fucks Wilson. Yeah. Hilarious. Very, very um, hilarious. Uh, there's also uh, there's a good line when he finds out he's in Miami, because two young girls, who I can only assume must be related to Spade. Mm. <laughs> I can't imagine they'd had to cast these people. No. Um, they're like, are you Bigfoot? And he goes, I'm not Bigfoot. I'm tired for hilarious. This is it. Like the thing is, like David Spade seems like he doesn't even want to be here in this movie. No, like he doesn't seem like committed to this performance. Absolutely not. Do you want to know who those kids are? Who are those kids? They are Molly Wolf and Sarah Fiona Wolf. They're Fred Wolf's kids. No one would have a kid with. uh... David Spade. He's got one. Oh. According to Wikipedia. That guy from Grown Ups 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alexander Ludwig. Alexander Ludwig. Summer. Summertime. Summertime. <laughs> what a vibe. Uh, um, yeah. So in Miami, he meets up with Walken. Yeah, and he can remember um, his superpowers. He can remember all the winners of the Daytona 500. Yeah, which would be a skill, I guess. It would. Um, Make some a lot of money. Walken's like a gangster in this one. 
Well, it was implied he was the gangster in the first one. I don't remember. Because <laughs> the whole thing is, I think... I think the whole thing is he was in witness protection and then because oh, okay. of something Joe Dirt does, he draws attention That's to Christopher right. Walken and then Bobby Bacala, I think it's Bobby Bacala, runs in and guns him down and you're like, he's dead, but then it turns out that he killed... A bulletproof vest. <laughs> Mithril, <laughs> etc. Um, so uh, him and Walken team up and he makes money with Walken. Yeah. And then I guess it's 2001. And then he gets punched really hard in the balls, and then he has his balls pulled out of him by the doctor you mentioned before. And then he goes on the plane, and he gets his balls trapped in the plane toilet, and they keep trying to flush it to pull the balls Again, out. Again, a very long scene. Five of minutes of that. And then he... I think he's in Silvertown then. Wait, wait, no, because there's this random shot where he's like... I got the train, and the train driver let me drive the train. And the train <laughs> hits a limo that's on the train tracks, uh, and he's like, I wasn't very good at it. Mm. And, and there's also a bit where he's like, I ran, because it's like Forrest Gump. Yeah, and he's and good he at says, running. I'm, he says, I'm very good at running, and then he stops. He goes, I'm not very good at running. It's, it's fucking hilarious. It is fucking, um, it's a laugh riot. And then, so then Patrick Warburton, who has been chasing him throughout all this movie, trying throughout to get his time. Boots, yeah, t- turns up and he's an angel now. Oh no, no, there's there's a final confrontation where the where the biker guy shows up where he is still a biker and then Christopher oh, yeah. Walken comes out to what I That's right. what I assume is a Twin Peaks Black Lodge. Is it Black Lodge or Red Lodge? The Black Lodge. The Black Lodge. It's kind of a weird remix of that theme music as he walks yes. out from some smoke and then kills kills Patrick Warburton with some sort of mind power <laughs> and then some lightning happens and then that's I, it I and then I he's done I tuned out at that point but I don't think I paid attention at that point because yeah, I don't remember that at all I remember I remember Patrick Warburton then showing up in Silvertown oh no he he meets, he goes to meet up with Brandy uh, oh, yeah, but, the for the first time so in this weird time travel thing is that like he still exists as himself in this oh, yeah, time this is travel. Bullshit, right? Time, but I mean, all time travel stuff is bullshit. But like, this is like, <laughs> this doesn't make any it doesn't make sense any sense. Like, he's gone back in time, and therefore he doesn't exist in the present. <laughs> I don't get it. Despite... And so he goes to meet Brandy for the first time. Brandy playing herself at a young age, looking far older than she does. Yeah. In- the first role. Um, uh, and of course Mark McGrath shows up as if like almost like Mark McGrath knew that like this was gonna happen yeah like this was maybe he time? watched the first film maybe we do we don't remember it <laughs> no we don't at all um, so yeah Mark McGrath marries Brandy instead there's like 40 minutes left of the I movie know. at this point. Well, this is basically where I stopped making notes. And then it does a. And then Patrick Warburton reveals himself to be a sort of. Uh, what's the film called? It's a Wonderful, it's a life. wonderful yeah, life. Yeah, it's a Wonderful angel. Life Angel. Is, I have my note is it's a Wonderful Life with a lot of homophobic humor. <laughs> basically, yeah. Because Patrick Warburton keeps talking about Joe Dirt wanting to touch his dick. And then addresses it later on. He's like. I did. I made a lot of homophobic jokes because I made a choice as an actor when I was playing the biker gang leader, and then continues to make homo. Like so, 
I don't know what's going on. It's a real, yeah. It's a real soggy effort. I do it's think terrible. this is worse than the first. I think it is worse. Not that I'd ever watch the first again, but this is just like all over the place garbage. Um, yeah, it's not even interesting. It's just... It's not interestingly bad. It's just bad. Mm. It's honestly, it's like it's you know, like this and Strange Wilderness are like two films that just Fred Wolf put together like someone who's never seen a film before. You don't need to with box office like this. <laughs> potentially sixteen million. <laughs> potentially sixteen million. Um, uh, and ultimately, was it ultimately, a dream or not? Yeah, but he finds out that like Brandy's life isn't good. Even though Mark McGrath has money to give her. She's not maybe, happy. Maybe Joe Dirt would have been the guy to make her happy. Maybe. And uh, another angel shows up who was the woman who left the bench at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Um, and she's like, I'm God or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> they really dogmed it. And, and they're like... Uh, you can go back to your life now, Joda. And he just wakes up and he's with his family. And um, forgot to mention, he buried some comic books in 1965, and they're there in present day, so he can get rich. Which seems like a like it just steamrolls over the message of the film. Not that there was a really good message. No, but it's good. He's um, got it both ways. He's is, rich, yeah, and he's is, also not an arsehole. This is Joe Dirt 2, Beautiful Loser. Josh, did you like this movie? No! I, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know what else I can say about it. Again, it's just like, I just felt so sad all the way through it. I didn't, I fully stopped concentrating for about 20 minutes. I could not, if I hadn't taken notes, I don't think I'd have been able to tell you what happened at a single point in this film. I just... I just wanted it to be over. as soon as soon as it started. I wanted it to be over. I'd put it off. I put it off until yesterday, which Same. I never do. I never watch a film the night before. Do. I do. I always do. I always watch it if I can watch it the day of. I'll do it then. That's a good idea. But yeah, like, um, awful, 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 awful. How about you? Uh yeah, I think this i don't think this is a movie i think this is just a similar strange wilderness i think it's just real trash i think mm. you know this might be the worst movie we've watched um i think it is yeah i think david spade and fred wolf should be ashamed of themselves because i don't <laughs> like i think i not only do i think the movie's bad i think it's you know i don't like the first movie but i honestly think this is an insult to people who did like the first movie um, I'd be interested to know how they reacted. The only good uh, Happy Madison sequel is uh, Grown Ups, Ups 2. 2. Well, not true, but you know. It is true. <laughs> We're not getting back into that. Can you believe it, Josh? What? This wasn't nominated for any awards. What? <laughs> Thank fuck. Okay. Oh, I very quickly wanted to talk about one thing. Oh. Uh. Very quickly. At some point, Patrick Warburton is talking about how he beat up someone so hard that they've got to take their boots off to piss. I always take my boots off to piss. I just wanted to know how this works anatomically. It doesn't. 
I again, like I just think they just put lines in this movie and we're like, ah, that sounds funny, doesn't it? Fair enough. In that case, and that aborted um, potential talking point because this has got to be over in eight minutes so that England can win. Um, my MVP is Sony Pictures for pulling the plug on Crackle. I'll be mean and to Crackle, burying man. this fucking film. You could watch every episode of the Dilbert cartoon on. Fuck Crackle. off. <laughs> Oh, job bad, hate wife. He doesn't even have a wife. Can't swipe oh, he's got book. A dog. I've got dog. It's not Odie. It's called something else. Scramps. Dogbert. Dogbert. Fuck off! <laughs> Fucking. What's his name? BJ Simon. Dilbert. No, the guy who came up with it. Um, Scott Adams. Scott Adams, yeah. Fuck you, isn't Scott he, Adams. Isn't he really weird? He's terrible. Fuck you. Fuck Crackle. What is the funniest. Daily newspaper cartoon strip. Uh, I think it's uh, just whatever Boris Johnson is doing. I think that the things that Boris Johnson do, they're a bit like a cartoon in themselves, aren't they, Jack? It's quite funny if you think about it that way. Quite a what's, wry what's, satire. What's the funniest cartoon strip in, in the newspaper? As I said, it's Boris. <laughs> Bo- I don't fucking read newspapers. I'll I don't keep. Know. I'll keep you here long after. No, I don't know. Out. Right, I'm gonna fuck it. Right, daily comic strips. What are daily comic strips? What do they? There's Marmaduke. No. Garfield. Oh, there is one that's actually all right, but I can't remember. I what mean, it's the called. best. The best one is is the Far Side. Yeah, the Far Side's pretty good. But there is one that I used to like, but I don't know what it's called. The Wizard of Id. No, don't know what that is. Kathy. It's not Kathy. <laughs> oh, that's the Wizard of Id. No, I, d- <laughs> I don't know. You this go. What's your question. MVP? <laughs> my my MVP is um, uh, Christopher Walken's laugh in one scene where he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. Because it reminded me of Christopher Walken being good and stuff. Yeah. That's uh, nice. Who's your LVP, Josh? Uh, it's Crackle. <laughs> it's Crackle. It's just anyone involved in bringing this film into fruition. And I think if this, if if Crackle hadn't been a thing, and if they hadn't tried to push it, I think this would have died a death on. It either wouldn't have been made, or it would have died a death on like some sort of TV station. And and then it technically would have been a TV movie, and then technically we wouldn't have had to watch it. My LVP is um, is people who are fans of things. <laughs> are we doing that again? <laughs> because inevitably, if you if you show enough passion for something, someone will make a lesser version of it down the road, and you'll ultimately be disappointed. And you'll wonder maybe this is where life leads you. If you like something, it only gets worse as time goes on. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh. So you know, for those poor people who liked Joe Dirt, they 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 were out there quoting "Life's a Garden, Dig It," which only gets one mention. One mention. Song. Well, apart from the oh. song at the end. Oh yeah, fuck off. Didn't mention the ballad of Joe Dirt. <laughs> we didn't mention the outtakes. Oh, none of them funny. Obviously, <laughs> none of them anything happens. <laughs> the outtakes run through the entirety of the credits. Awful. Um. Yeah, this is this is a painful experience. The fact that this movie is also a hundred and seven minutes long, hour and forty-seven minutes. 
and as you said the outtakes run right to the end of the credits so i couldn't even oh no actually i have a different lvp i forgot i forgot i forgot about my different lvp um my lvp is the streaming service that i watched this on that wouldn't let me watch it at two times speed because i spent what's the streaming service josh um i wait i can't (laughs) i can't can't possibly comment but is it something like kazar no Uh, it wouldn't P2, let whatever P. it was. It wouldn't let me watch it at two times speed, and therefore it wasted an extra fifty. Do you watch these movies at two times speed? No, but I was considering it for this one. My streaming service didn't even have subtitles. Did it not? <laughs> it had oh subtitles in like every language but English. Oh, well, that's good. Um, you could learn your French hmm. if you want. Joseph Dete. Um, that joke comes back a lot. Joe Dirte in this movie. Like, they make that joke a lot. They do, yes. It's not good. It's not good. None of it's good. None of it's fucking good. Um, Josh Pappenheim. Yeah. How can people find you? Oh. <laughs> uh, if they want to find me, they can find me at P A P S B Y, at P A P S B Y. That's at Papsby. And it rhymes with. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the novel. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the novel. Available now on Netflix UK. Um, and that's on Twitter, Instagram, and other things. How about you, Jacken? How can people you can find, find you? You can find me at JFG in Digital 3D on Bumpscape. Minden. 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 Uh, photo swap and uh, the place to be. No one ever follows me on the place to be. That's weird. Next week, make sure you tune in to hear us talk about the last uh, cinematic release for Happy oh Madison. Oh my god, that's exciting! This was the first streaming release. <laughs> this just go... missed the Netflix deal. Yeah, uh, they wouldn't have taken this to Netflix, would they? I, Netflix wouldn't have fucking put this out as their first Happy Madison production. I don't know, they put the ridiculous six out as their first. Good stuff. Mm. And next week we're talking about Pixels. Hey, Pixels. Hey, it's a movie. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell people how they can follow the show? Oh yeah, if you want to follow the show, you can follow us at TrueHatMad, at TrueHatMad on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at TrueHatMad at gmail.com uh, send us something nice and as always please if you've enjoyed this episode the one thing I'll say for it is it's short if you've enjoyed this episode and you also agree it's shorter than the movie we're talking shorter about than the movie we're talking about I think that's the it's first time rare. we've done that <laughs> possibly ever um, yeah leave us a rating and a review five stars is good six stars is better seven eight nine we we said we'd read out reviews if they were posted, but we've still only got two, and we're not going to read those out until we've got more. <laughs> but it is a standing invitation. If you want your reviews read out, fucking leave them. Yeah. You dicks. You get to hear your name on the radio. Yeah. And as always, ah, oh, horse dirty. <laughs> Very good. Bye. Goodbye.